Hey guys, just a quick disclaimer before the episode starts. We are not mental health professionals, nor are we pretending to be. These are our opinions while trying to bring relatable people and stories to make those struggling feel less alone and understood. Hey guys, welcome to episode three. I'm Ian. And I'm Brian. Welcome back, guys. And just a quick heads up here. We did have some audio issues, unfortunately. Uh, it's the first time we ever actually had anybody there physically in the studio with us. Um, so there is a bit of echoing every now and then throughout it. Uh, so please bear with us. We're obviously going to have that figured out, you know, moving forward. Um, but due to this, we also kind of lost the intro. So just to give a quick breakdown about Rob, um, Macedonian, first generation graduate, uh, went to UNC Chapel Hill, very bright, very ambitious guy, uh, you know, one of my really, really close friends. Um, and he's been in the service industry since I believe he was 19. So, uh, you know, it's been a while and that kind of plays into the whole familial pressures thing, um, plays into the fact that there's just higher expectations, obviously, coming from another country and, um, you know, the opportunities that we have here in the U.S. So, so the episode kind of just jumps into the mental health question as opposed to kind of easing into it as we usually do. Uh, it may sound a bit weird, but again, uh, moving forward, we'll have that figured out. Rob also touches on some seasonal depression that he experiences and also just the actual pressures on mental health the service industry has, you know, putting on a face and having to go to work and dealing with that lifestyle of working and being in honors and, and school and how it impacts him. And he also touches on the familiar pressure like Ian was saying. Right. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy the episode. As far as being first generation, how does that kind of mold into like what your definition is for mental health? So uh, my experience is is obviously everyone's experience is unique. Um, just you know, in in throughout the world, however, like like so it's a little different um, because you know I have the expectations my whole life kind of be perfect because you know you you have like a lot of people that made a lot of sacrifices in my family for right. sure. For my brother and I to like be here and have an opportunity at something bigger than than just you know ourselves, and um, so I mean for me failure really wasn't an option the moment I stepped foot here because of the the pressure and the the, the mounting um, expectations I had not just from my immediate family here which was my mother but also from my family back home because you know we, you know you make faith here and live an average life you you make these leaps of faith to just come here and really put all of that on your back right, like and prosper really, and, yeah, and, and, and try to succeed to make sure the next generation doesn't necessarily yeah. have to go through what you guys had to go through yeah to 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 actually live a normal life yeah you know so um you know just that in tandem with you know um those expectations in tandem with like you know not living to say like so to say like the most prosperous life growing up my mom worked three jobs i'm going to school like all day then doing all these extra wait how, how old were you when you when you came when i came i was seven okay so you started so, when did you start working i started working immediately when i graduated high school like before i even enrolled to broward college like okay. i turned 19 graduated high school five months later I'm working uh, a, a nighttime job in the service industry while also attending Broward. And then while I was at Broward, I was in like five extracurriculars. Yeah, in the honors, yeah. With Ian. The honors college yeah. with Ian. And then that's where we met. And, you know, just kind of like trying to lead a normal 
teenage life while also understanding that it's not normal, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then while while also understanding that I have to do more to 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 kind of get there, but I also am cognizant in the back of my mind that there's people out there that have it way worse. Like I, I mean, I I had a I had a pretty tough life growing up and uh had to work extremely hard to get to where I'm at now and even to get to UNC so um <clears throat> to that point but i'm sure there's people out there that you know i think there's like a saying that 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 goes uh, like um you know you might be complaining today but there's half a billion people in the world that wish they were in your spot for sure and then there's half a billion people that wish they were in their spot and it just trickles down so i mean which is why i think these conversations are important because you know we can go about you know not have these discussions and just bottle it up and but i'm sure at any level there's there's, yeah, there's always some struggle yeah there's, there's yeah, yeah. always some on. struggle for there's sure always yeah. a struggle so it's good to really talk about it and like discuss it in 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 in, in various ways because the the pressure itself can kind of like really deep down mess with you especially if society today you're kind of like expected to right yeah and mental health is like the fact that everything that you've been through kind of has made you more perceptive about your surroundings and, and and just more perceptive about people around you in a way and, and, and more you know maybe some gratification as well yeah, yeah. more I empathetic mean, towards I mean, other people as well yeah. for me mental health is definitely exactly what you just mentioned but i also think importantly mental health is also understanding yourself yeah because a okay. lot of us really wake up and just kind of adhere to the expectations mm-hmm. that i just mm-hmm. previously mentioned it was the expectation that i had to be I had to have hundred. I had to go to college. I had to get a hundred percent on everything that I did. I had to, you know, be top of my, you know, captain of my football team, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, we 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 don't talk about it from a perspective that's like, am I just gonna sit today and like get depressed about it? Sure. You know, have yeah. I experienced depression? Yes. Had I, did I have imposter syndrome when I went to UNC? Absolutely. You know, I transfer. Everyone's already kind of in the mix. Yeah, you got you know all these a lot of kids who went to amazing K through twelve education systems that are just kind of used to this routine, and I just come through having to work two jobs and take fifteen credit hours my first semester, and like Mm -hmm. takes a mental toll. But it's it's not about looking back. This is what I realized, and and the reason why I say mental health is like all about like you just said perspectives because it, it it helps you learn who you are. The reason why I say that is because you can look back and if you talk about it and really discuss it and learn who you are, then you're not really going to get as depressed about it yeah, it's about- as opposed to like bottling it in being like, man, this was tough. You know, I had to do all this and you know, took an L my first semester because everyone else had it easier. You know, you could easily take the easy way out, get depressed about it, you know, right. just kind of like a month. Yeah, long depression, or you can just really talk about these things, have the discussion, mention what you've gone through, embody it, and then talk about it from a, a perspective of learning. Yeah, just kind of grow from it. You're yeah. saying, yeah, absolutely. Just I mean, mental growth. Yeah, essentially. and a lot of people will struggle struggle with it. Like I struggle with it daily. I wake up in the morning sometimes, and I'm like, I don't, what am I? What am, I don't have anything to look forward to. I feel yeah, like, yeah. And then that imposter syndrome doesn't just last your first semester it lasts your whole life especially if that's what you're thinking about like you know like for example yeah, you keep telling yourself it right yeah. so you're always going to think about like, it. that i deserve to go there yeah yeah, yeah. And, and honestly like it's just us doing it to ourselves it's really 
you know, I mean, obviously society plays a role. The the influx of social media, for sure, how, for sure. How much faster information is being yeah. kind the, of fed, you know, and maybe the pressure. Of yeah, the, media the pressure as well. increases because people don't really people don't post these type of conversations or or the negatives or the failures. yeah they're just seeing the highlights yeah, you see the highlights of somebody's life yeah so, the iceberg so it's 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 creating like some sort of reinforcement for us to just kind of view everyone's successes and then we're just, we feel negative about ourselves you're like, kind of comparing it if anything like yeah. so, even if it's yeah. subconscious sometimes you're comparing which it. is an extension of of the imposter syndrome but yeah, yeah. it's not any it's not any more institutionalized and what i mean by that it's not like you're going it's not like your classroom or some sort of training program and then you feel like that in the classroom now it's like it's everyday life yeah and, you know that and that and, and i think society does play a role in it but i i, I personally think that you know you you can wake up every day and, and kind of feel bad about yourself and just relapse. And it happens to me. I've been, re- I'm just actually going through an episode right now for the last four months. I've been like depressed, Yeah, you know, but it, it happens and, and, and it's all about learning about yourself. And yeah. that's what I think mental health is. It's, it's right. the health of knowing who you are as a human being, what you've gone through trials and tribulations. And instead of like, us trying to deflect and negate it, I think we should embrace it. Yeah, that, okay. That's where I think the approach is kind of failing in today's world. A lot of people don't, aren't really embracing their journey and their path. and They're kind of allowing society to, to really make them feel like it's not, there's no pros. There was no yeah, pros. like it's just they're taking it like detrimentally as yeah. opposed to like growing from it, like you're yeah. saying. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, they're taking it as a negative. They're just looking at the negatives. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and honestly, you know, you got social media companies like Twitter and everything like that. A lot of things in society, including the news, kind of reinforce that. Oh, nothing's going right. You know, US it, is going down. Blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And it's like, realistically speaking, there's a positive in every single situation. But like we, we just decide ourselves not to view it that way. Uh, that you've been working so hard for, but, you know, and you could cry about it, but... That's not going to do anything, right? It's not going to do anything. One. Two... It's 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 important to understand that there are failures and and yes you should you should feel some sort of way because you do care and if you care it's it's healthy mm-hmm. but it's also important to understand that you know you might have not gotten that job however you met sixteen people in the process of getting that job that know somebody else had another job right yeah so you can kind of just yeah you can and that that's the positive and you learn you, from you the failures as well to, yeah you you got introduced to like multiple people that. You didn't know before, and that's actually more opportunity. That's not less. Yeah, I mean, there was a gain there. You know what I mean? Like, there's a net gain from that, yeah. obviously. You know, and I feel yeah. like that a lot of from what I've seen from you personally is just that you're you've always been really good at networking, and mm-hmm. I feel like that's something that maybe you picked up along the way, like while like kind of going from high school straight into working, yeah. maybe like in in like that whole like like the night service yeah, industry. Kind of grew up in the service industry. Yeah, right? yeah. I so, mean, I mean, it's a people's industry. So you 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 meet people from all walks of life yeah and i think that industry itself is also tough work because you're supposed to come to work every day and make everyone else happy yeah right you always got to put on a face you always yeah. gotta like yeah but everyone's gonna come, ask about everyone's you. having a good time thursday through saturday while you're kind of providing the service have the good time and it's difficult to kind of be behind the bar and like you know people come in and enjoy their weekends and they're networking and doing all the stuff and then you're while while you have to be happy, sometimes you could be like, man, I kind of needed that. I needed to be with my friends. Yeah, so it's like, like, yeah. you know, I I did have to grow up quickly because of the industry. I did have to like learn how to deal with multiple, you know, 
different people from all walks of life. Yeah, like different personalities and stuff like that. And it's helped mm-hmm. me out. It's helped me out in my career. It's helped me out in college when I went to UNC. I met half of the in like. A, I mean, in life, it just yeah. helps you in general. Like hundred percent, hundred percent. So I mean, but also it goes back to what we were just talking about like five minutes ago, and it's it's in order for you to be a good networker, you also have to understand yourself. Right. Yeah. Being self aware. Yeah. Yeah. You got to be empathetic with networking as well. Like kind of talking to your. A hundred percent. You got to be empathetic with your path. You got to be empathetic to everyone else. Yeah. You know, and if you could do that, and and if you could, you could really master that. I don't, and and be able to have these conversations about anything and be able to relate. I really don't see how anyone can't be a good networker. But sometimes it's actually too. It's it's very, it's very, um. There's, there's a lot of pressure, pressure yeah. too. Yeah, overwhelming in a way. Yeah, yeah, it's super overwhelming. Like I wake up every morning, and I don't mean to, like toot my own horn, but I'll have like 43 DMs of just being like, "Yo, you know, hey, what's up?" And I, like, I love everyone I've ever met. Like, they're all like, if I stay in contact with every single person, then that means I I, I care about them, and they're in that, that human interaction was great. Of so course. For me, human to human interaction is very important. That's why, like, I I would make I would, I would make, make more time. time while, while when I transferred to UNC to, to hang out with people um, and sleep less because I would push my studying, you know, more. Yeah, yeah, I study from 9 to 12, but my, the, the, my friend that I met last week wants to hang out. I valued the relationship more than the study time, and I would just push back the study time. You'll get the work done. You know, if you want to get it done, you'll get it done. Yeah. Um, I just think it's important, and I think it's important because it provides network or, or you could do the opposite i mean you could just meet the bad people yeah cool like that no I, I, and i mean i feel like if anything like you being at school and then being so good at networking it's just to kind of put on a face yeah, yeah. for yeah. everybody else's stress relief right yeah. as opposed and then you know what do you there's really there's really no outlet for yeah, yeah exactly how are you gonna like how do you, you relieve your yeah stress? so for me yeah. it's wrong like i don't want anyone to hear this and be like this dude hates his life <laughs> like <laughs> no like, yeah, like, definitely like, not. Of course not. you know i will never take back like right now i'm not really happy working there because it's just like a, an accumulation of like doing it for so long that it's really draining and it drains your energy because you're constantly giving that you don't sometimes get and what i mean exactly like, i was gonna say like the give like there's givers and takers and mm-hmm. i feel like you give so much you're saying you wake up you have like 43 dms people asking yeah. hey i'm and, gonna be-. And, and the type of person i am is i'm gonna respond engage conversation spend half my day and like even if someone needs me but it's like then there comes a like like lapses where like i don't have anybody you know right because, right cause because i spent so much time those and, people are asking for you and and i, and no I don't say no about you i i, I never say no yeah. Like if someone asks me to hang out, I'll be like, yeah, for sure. Like, you know, cause, and I get it. And, and like you just said, like, um, you know, it's important to also have the outlets. And for me, like, I just kind of like wake up every day. Um, and trust me, like, I love people. I love what I do. I've, I've done it for, I think I'm 26 now. I started when I was 19, been doing it for seven years. Yeah. You know, most people can't say by the time they're 26, they've done a certain job for seven or eight, hit a decade's. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even like 30, which is like an incredible feat. For sure. Uh, which is why, like, I, at, at such a young age, like, I established businesses. Yeah. You know, in Winwood. Well, that industry in itself is is multifaceted in that it can be applied mm-hmm. to anything. You know what I mean? So 100%, it's like yeah. you have you have that experience that isn't necessarily just in the nighttime service industry. It can literally be. I mean, you you've 
you know, you've built certain yeah. you do businesses and whatnot. Operation. Like you've seen everything essentially. Absolutely. You know what I mean? If you build something from the bottom up, you should be able to kind of like, you know, be versatile enough to expand yourself. I want after you're done with that, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. Business perspective, right? Because essentially in, in the United States, everything is kind of like, a, yeah. yeah. You know? So then for you, sure. for you, coping is taking to some extent things that you need to, yeah. To, to be sustainable, to be and maybe giving like to yourself doing things that make you happy. Yeah, yeah. So for for recently, like I mean, not recently. I actually been doing this since I met Ian. I think you know we would just do fitness. So a former athlete, for us sports, like for me, sports wasn't like I'm going to become a professional NFL player. Me, sports like an outlet. Yeah, to, to relieve like, stress. And yeah, and it's it's incredible what what sports or fitness can do because you can literally go to the football field or the soccer, field, volleyball field engaging in this activity and you're not thinking about like the millions of negative thoughts that are going on and about like where should i be or yeah. what should i be mm-hmm. doing right now this anxiety that you're creating for yourself like for me sports is like and, and fitness is like a, a gateway out of doing just that hour of doing that really does help me yeah for the rest of the day yeah you know sure. um so it, it kind of gives your mind a break especially someone like me like i'm very antsy i have anxiety I'm like, mm-hmm. but that has to do with the expectations that I've had growing, right? Yeah. Do that and be perfect, and it's because, and it's like I could stand. I used to wake up every day and blame myself, parents, and it's like this sucks. I don't really have a life, and I'm working, and I'm always working, and I'm always going to school, and like everyone else is traveling, having fun, and doing this, and you continuously blame yourself. It's like, I, I mean, there's really no other option. There was not there was no other option? What am I? I'm here. Yeah. Like, you know, live live twenty five years, go back to Macedonia, see my family, and like, what are you doing? Nothing. Yeah. Thanks and for, I mean thanks for making sure I have food and a job and everything. And I mean, realistically, well, yeah, exactly. Like they've they've given you, I mean, you know, great opportunity yeah. and, you, and you've kind of taken it and ran with it. You know, you yeah. went to a great school. Uh you were always, I mean, a good student. I feel like you've always been very hardworking. So to some extent, again, I feel like that kind of goes back to just your way of coping with it that you're able to be self-aware and, and kind of realize like, hey, you know, I, I've 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 prospered from from the negative, and like you're seeing the good and the bad, 100%. right? Has there ever has there ever been points where it's like too much though, like oh, all the pressure, all the, the stress, and everything? Work in my first job, like I'm, I, I guess because I'm the type of person to kind of like, you know think about it the right way and push myself, but then after like a, a certain long period of time, it just becomes too much. I just break down. Mm-hmm. And then, then as I, anybody would really I yeah, mean, yeah and then i relapse and i have like a periodical like a period of, of like season like seasonal like season, depression. depression yeah and it's like terrible like it's like like you know my first job like you know i did it and then like after months like when i just like kind of like broke down after work i was like damn this is crazy like like 20 yeah. years old and i'm doing this till five in the morning getting home at six in the morning waking up at 9 30 to go to class Mm-hmm. Thursday to Friday, then go to class, then I'd go to the gym, and then from the gym I'd go to another class, then I'd go to tutoring, then from tutoring I'm doing three extracurriculars, and I'm getting home at nine thirty at night, eating, and then going back to work. <laughs> How'd you get out of that seasonal depression, though? Like, um, it's it's kind of like I mean, it's a process, yeah, really, right? Yeah. So it's like to me, what I what's been very important to me is kind of like not stopping, and and I I do understand that like keeping people, busy. Yeah. So a lot of people be like, don't do that because then you just find things that. Don't yeah, necessarily be busy, but you're you're saying you're busy. But right. for, for me, it's like, it's like pseudo productivity in yes. a way. But like for me, I think I think what 
what I would do is just kind of like wake up and be like, okay, like, you know, I was going to go to the gym today. Why, why, why am I not? So I just still kind of go, you know, yeah. over time doing that, maybe I'll take a day off work, go to the beach, something, something kind of like clear your mind, listen to a podcast recently or read a book. Um, something you're not traditionally doing. Yeah. So, like me, like growing up, I never read books. I didn't okay. start reading books to like, like actual books for like, you know, um, for personal ple- pleasure. I didn't start reading that. But like I graduated college, like my last year of college. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, it's, it's, it's kind of introducing myself to things that I, I'd never done before that, that kind of gives me, um, the energy and like, uh, yeah. the ability to kind of like continue to move forward. And like, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll have conversations. Conversations help me out the most. To be honest. I'll, I'll call friends. So the, the connectivity. Yeah. The yeah. connectivity to me is the most important thing because, um, it's like kind of that saying that's like always make sure you answer all cause you don't know. I, it, yeah and like for me my experience has been that like i've always been the happiest kid at the parties the funnest guy be around etc cetera, etc cetera. but like deep down i'm not okay like it's yeah like, like, no one's really asking you no like are, are you yeah, okay yeah it's like the robin williams effect it's like you have the funniest guy on the planet who's always happy and he's yeah. in like all these children's movies and he's like actually been sad for like years yeah no one really knows about it and honestly i feel like i have a very similar experience because everyone Everyone who hits me up from school or like my previous jobs will always be like, man, Florida looks so much fun. You're always having a great time. You mm-hmm. know, like you're always, you're killing it and you're doing this. And why don't you just call me and we, took, we can talk more about it. I can explain. Yeah. It's, yeah. All, like, it's not all what it looks. Well, in that sense, it's like the grass is always green on the other side for them. You know yeah. what I mean? They're seeing Florida. I mean, a lot of people that I know that aren't from Florida assume the same. You know, they're yeah. like, oh, Florida's so nice. And especially what you're seeing on like social media for sure. Right. right. Again, like, again. And, and, and this exact conversation we're having is exactly what I spoke about on my essay to get into North. Yeah. It was, you know, it's, it's this, this, this idea that like everyone, not everyone, but the majority of people which will hit you up on a positive note. And it's yeah. like, it's good to be hit up on a positive note because you're like, you, you want to embrace that energy. But sometimes if you're already down bad and you're, you're feeling bad about yourself or, or you're just going through a period, mm-hmm. you don't want that positive. Yeah, I feel you. You're just you like, bro, like stop being, you know, you, you kind of, you kind of lash out. You're like, why are you hitting me up like that? You know, yeah. Like, you, you have this negative. You have like actually. a negative connotation to like anything anybody could say anything, at that point. You're like, just like, oh, this person's I'll, trying to I'll, get something yeah, out of I'll me. Wait, I'll wake exactly. up when I have my, my periods of like depression and like, you know, there, there could be something at face value that didn't mean anything bad. It's just, it was like this and I'll just lash it out. And, I'm like, yeah. and it's not yeah. me. It's not me at all. Like I'm not that type of person. Um, so you're I mean, just in a bad head headspace, yeah, really. Yeah, yeah. And you, you're reacting in a in a very bad way. And yeah, just like damn. And then you, if you if you reflect on it, you'll become better at it. But if you're not reflecting on it or having these conversations, most people in society won't call you out on it. They're not most people. Majority of people I've met are not confrontational. Right. So they're just gonna mm-hmm. be like, all right, well, well especially guy. with especially with emotional health, like people don't. First of all, they they don't want to make assumptions on on what your emotional health is, and, and they don't know That's about true. it enough to be yeah. able to do it. You yeah, know, I mean, people, like people don't want to do like those assumptions, and because at the end of the day, you're gonna be like, oh, I'm, I'm judging this person, and yeah, and they're gonna be mad that you're doing that, right? Absolutely, and I think with the introduction influx of like social media itself, people's people, are, in my opinion, introduction of emotional intelligence because we're we're actually limiting inter- interpersonal you know like we, we do a lot of reposting and just leave it there and we're like okay i did my deed for it yeah 
Exactly. But you're not like actually reaching out. No, no, it's not, bro. It's like a participation. It's like I, I raised my hand once in class. There's no, there's no substance to it necessarily. No, yeah, no. it's more I mean, superficial. Wait, in that's, exactly. That's, if you put three bullet points of everyone that's going through some sort of thing, right? It's it's fine. Like a lot of us go through bad situations. A lot of us deal with it differently. A lot of us cope with it differently. But sometimes it it could just be something smaller than what it is, and you just like relate to that bullet point. Like you know what? Yeah, I might have that. Yeah, you know, I mean, there is good in, in that, obviously, but the discussion, the conversation, whether it's with a friend or with a mental health professional, a therapist, a psychiatrist, like it, it a lot of people don't have that because they no. feel like, you know, maybe they don't have to, or, or maybe they're like scared to, whatever. I, it may I, be. I think I think there's like it's a it's like a tripartic approach to. It. I think there's people who think, especially in young males, in my opinion, and and, and females too. It, I don't think it has anything to do with with gender, to be honest. I think about it, but there's like a, you know, yeah, tough it up mentality. Yeah, yeah, I mean, and I think that 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 relates to a lot of people, especially you know, um, depending on what your path is, right? Industry you're trying, or you're playing, right? Exactly. But then, so there's that approach where like people are like, maybe I shouldn't talk about this; it might show a sign of weakness. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people do this in relationships. You want to your significant other like, get too vulnerable? Yeah, it's like, yeah. You, why not? <laughs> like, yeah. you might be helping him out. Or her out, whatever it is. Honestly, you you don't know what you're doing. Like for that person, you you could actually be helping them. But then you know you could be helping yourself out by talk just talking about it, like discussing it. Yeah. And actually expound struggles you're having day to day. Right. Yeah. You're know, saying you're saying I like dive. Yeah, like dive deeper, that. dive deeper into those conversations. Yeah, you're absolutely, saying absolutely because if you don't, I, I don't think you're gonna successfully manage it. And like here, I am successfully trying to manage it for seven, eight years. Maybe if not my whole life, because a lot of these things stem from like our earlier lives, you know, middle school years. Yeah, for, well, sure. I mean, for the record, like managing it is going to have its ups and downs regardless. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, I think managing it within itself is a struggle. Yeah, I mean, a, a daily struggle, really. I mean, a lot of us are doing it for a, for a while. I know Ian's been doing that. I mean, you've been doing that. I've been doing it for a while and I, st- mm-hmm. I haven't perfected it. I still need that. One of the most expanded conversations I've had on on being okay with you know not being okay in a sense you know what i mean and understanding exactly. that every day is 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 a is a struggle i mean not necessarily a struggle but more so you know you're you're growing from it but every day is a, is a battle you know what i mean every day is like you wake up and it's like something new to tackle but i mean that's part of life that's what makes life yeah, you know exactly. enjoyable you 100 yeah. you don't get to like really experience the highs that you get either you know because there's nothing Absolutely. there's no it's relative at the end of the day yeah. you know there's no i mean the can't exist yeah exactly so it's like yeah. in a sense again there's good and the bad um and i feel like that's kind of what you're saying right is to, this is just dive deeper into those conversations yeah. with people and, and being a bit more transparent about your struggles with people and, 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 and it's not an overnight thing but yeah i mean also too like you know when you have people have bad days there's the happiest people have bad days and it's okay to have bad days and that's something that like i used to tell myself i'm like why do i feel like this like i'll wake up a day and i'm like depressed all day yeah and it's like yeah and i would, you, I would you, feel, you wake up and you're like you have nothing to look yeah to, which makes but you then yeah i would i would tell myself like why am i feeling this you know right so i'd get mad at myself yeah, I'm, yeah so then you're yeah so then you're yourself but yeah. at the end of the day it's like no it's okay to feel these emotions right yeah yeah, yeah. And, and if, like if you're waking thing. like the worst thing to do with my experience I mean, like today right we're gonna go biking and i woke up at 10 i had breakfast five hours of sleep and i'm gonna whole day and i'm gonna go home shower go straight to work yeah, yeah and i've been i've been like that 
for a while and it's gotten very uh like kind of like oh it's it, like most people are like it is what it is you know that's like routine right? for you yeah, but <laughs> at the same time it doesn't mean like it shouldn't change there's two ways you can handle mental health and the same people that are reposting instagram posts and tweets that want to fix mental health shouldn't try and fix it with the mentality of like too much work someone just can't the, the the approach should be very pragmatic and proactive and, should, it, and in my opinion should should actually contribute in a way that's positive for the person and but by that what i mean is uh positive in a way that doesn't just tell them you know it's okay to not feel okay which is 100 percent. however you still need to get up and do what you gotta do like it's, right. it should be there like, needs to be an effort there like there needs to be an action really encourages people to, to to help themselves have these conversations with oneself and their peers and friends but also in a way that doesn't kind of subjugate them to stop what they're doing right now like if something right. they could because like i could be in a job right now that i freaking love but someone could tell me you know what just quit you don't feel good your mental health you know like it might not that might not be the best path i, I think the, the the perfect path is obviously too complex to figure out as all of us have individual experiences. But I, I think every your four friends or five friends will know you the best and can help you collectively get through something. And and right. and, and, and rash decisions. I mean, I, I've made rash, and that's just from experience. Like I've made rash decisions because I, I I felt I lashed out. Yeah, I shouldn't have. Mm. You know, I made rash decisions because I was like, you know, not in the right mental health state of mind and instead of like you know keeping to myself going home and going getting through and then responding and reacting i reacted in the well and i think a lot of that being able to identify that is being self-aware is understanding yourself that's you have to be able to be able to you know identify that you have to be able to say hey you know like i was in a bad headspace it wasn't necessarily related to what was what was happening in my life professionally or whatever you know it was just because of me me not me mismanaging certain things right myself and Honestly, I think my so, and I've done that so many times because it's like it's a, a lot of it has to do with emotions. And like I've done it more times than I could count, and hundred percent of the time it has bit me in the ass. So the last three months, what I've actually been doing, anytime I react, lash out in any way, shape, or form, respond. Sometimes people call me or text me, and I just don't respond. It's what's terrible about it. Sometimes it's like even family members. Like my dad called me the other day. I was super depressed. I didn't even pick up. But my outlook on things that helped me out in my personal and professional life is anytime I feel that way, I'll still ignore the call. I won't respond. Maybe I'll lash out again. But then immediately, I start thinking about what I just did. And I'll either call call you back yeah. the next day or apologize the next day and explaining to that person what's mm-hmm. going on and why I responded. So you always get back to them. Exactly. For example, my dad called me two days ago. I'm depressed. I don't mm-hmm. want to talk. He's talking to me as a good parent. Right. Trying to fi- find, like, you know, yeah, he's trying to figure out, like, Are you yeah, okay? Or... You know, like, trying to be a good parent and kind of be there in my life. And, like, I'm, like, giving him these, I'm, like, in bed, depressed, like, in this mood that I'm usually, that's not me, right? And it's it, that's what, what meant, like, bad mental health is. It's like, it's it's like, you're not yourself. And then he's talking to me, and I'm giving him one answer. Like one answer. You're not even just thinking about it. You're yeah, just like, just like, yeah, yeah. Waiting for the end of the conversation to happen. Yeah. 
And he like, he like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. You know, just like, don't feel like talking. I'm tired. That's usually like the go-to. Yeah, because you don't want to like get into. Like, you don't I want to get into. I'm already going. not wanting to talk, and then yeah. just like trying to. And then, then that's what leads to like a, a lash out. It's like, yo, stop, stop asking me. Like, not you. And like, I realized what I did, and and so I've been trying to habitually like form this. Are you reflecting on it? Yeah. And yeah. It usually takes me like a day, and then I'll call back. I'll tell a friend, hey man, sorry, like I'm really. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, with my dad, I did the exact same thing. We hang up. He's like, all right, well, I'll call you next week. And I was like, for sure. You know, uh, call me next week. Hi. So I'm like, yeah. hi. Call him back in 15 minutes. Apologize. I realized what I did. I'm going through it. These are my Sorry, I did yeah. that. You're my dad. I don't have a lot of time left on this earth with you. I really apologize for acting that way because it's just not like looking back on it right now, 10 minutes later. Sorry, we should have a good conversation. He ended up having it because, like I put in that yeah. effort and it actually made me feel a lot better how much he cares and he told me he's like don't feel that way you have with your valuable like stop right so like you know like in my opinion doing this particular habit has been more beneficial for my health in the long and actually just kind of like neglecting myself from the that's right. what I would do before. I would just kind of like, like isolating yourself yeah, in a way. Six, six months, I would literally just do all this giving, 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 get deprived of my total energy, do, like doing 12 hour, 13 hour days. And then I just like isolate myself for a week and be in a crappy mood and like. Yeah, not even explaining to yeah, anybody like, how you're feeling. I would go on for months and then I'm, I'm an asshole for no reason, right? When in reality, like what I've done recently has helped me out so much more just with everything. Like even with my friends and I, the other day, he was like, I was having a really terrible episode again, and he FaceTimed me. Like, I really, he was just like, bro, like, let me know. Like, you know, you can talk to me. And I just, like, completely ignore it. And today I had, like, I was in a good mood. I FaceTimed him on my way here. And, like, it, it brightened my day up. I was like, bro, I'm so sorry. This is what's He's like, bro, like, I want you to. Yeah. Because I, I want to, I want to be there. Like, I really appreciate that. You know, like, I'm kind of taking, I was telling him right now in the car, I'm taking a different coach on it. I'm going to reach out self-reflect at a quicker pace because before it would take like weeks yeah you were kind of just yeah you, you kind of like, really think it. about it but now like I, i've really learned to learn over time and it's like but that i should self-reflect and meet right you're quick you're quicker to identify it now as, as opposed to yeah, you where you were before but in order to be quick to identify it you kind of have to experience it for a while well, yeah, yeah. You're not going to quickly identify it, and then you know society's usually like, "Oh, people change, people grow, people get older," and you know sometimes you have to be shitty. You know, it's like, no, bro. Like, there's really no reason for that, and and, and I, I really encourage everyone to kind of like take that self reflection standpoint, and and really reach back out. Like, if a conversation ends and it didn't end the right way, it doesn't mean it ends there. Right. It just takes it takes a person to kind of like be like, "Yo, my bad." I think I think a lot of it is like kind of what you're saying to wrap it up is is essentially like kind of having that community where you're able to feel comfortable enough to talk to you know your dad or or your friend you know and, and then you realize like once you actually say it to them and, and you yeah. express how you felt and why you did a certain thing it's it's there's relief there you know you're growing as opposed to being stagnant right and, yeah and, I mean you're you're and, not you're not gonna grow unless you like the first, the first step, unrecognition, unrecognition, be down, have enough humility to act. One, reach out. Two, have these conversations. And 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 three, honestly, just be open about. It. A lot of people just are really. A lot of people care too much what other people think. 
Yeah. And that's like the biggest mistake someone can make. And it's exactly. like, in my opinion, like I, I always see, like, even when I went to, to UNC, it's like, like, you know, you go out and like people have these like full on conversations in their head before they even approach a person. Yeah. Yeah. And then not only do they have that full conversation before they even approach the person, they go home on the walk home. They're having full on conversations in their head about like everything they said. And it's like, they, what you say, do what you do, relax. And if something, if you know, reflect about it in the, in the nature, that's like, this is what I said, this is what I said, this is what I said, but don't do it off. Don't do it off like my dad reacted. He was like, is everything okay? So my self-reflection was like, he recognized the tone of voice that I had a problem. Yeah. And so you're not me actually talking about it with my own father. I was just like, yeah, I'm fine. I'd rather just isolate myself. But then I realized I'm isolating myself. So I called him back in like literally 15 minutes and I apologized. I appreciated him for asking me. And then I opened up. And, t- and then you kind of, you recognize as well that it made you feel better. So absolutely. You're like, okay, this actually works. No, you absolutely. Like, he literally lifted me up. He was just like, he was like, bro, just because you don't get anything. doesn't. He was right. Like, he's like, they, they lose by not picking. You know, he was very supportive. And like, I, I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Like to, to your point, it, it's the most important thing is to have these come and, and, and to really put them out there. So that someone of a similar experience can actually, you know, connect with it. And, and it doesn't even have to be the same experience. Maybe the, the approach that I have might help somebody else out who has a completely different experience or completely different ways of dealing and coping. Exactly. You know, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, Rob. Um, thanks for coming on. Uh, and uh, thank you for uh, coming on. Great conversation. Yeah. You guys to continue to do it. I think it's an incredible project. Appreciate you, Rob. Appreciate you. I really appreciate that. Man. So, Rob, if you want anyone to reach out to you for any advice or anything, where can they reach you out at? Yeah. So, if anyone ha- is going through some similar struggles or anything that might posit a conversation regarding area, you know, uh, you can reach out to my Instagram, which is at Robert Nicolot A U L A I. Please. Please message me. Tell me what's going on. I'm here. I'm, I'm here for it. Plenty of people in my life that I'm, I'm appreciative of that have been here. Um. Yeah. So please reach out. Please feel free. I'll respond and I'll definitely take the time. Yeah, and the same goes for us for for Brian and I. For sure. Um. You know, if you want to talk to us, check out the Instagram. If you want to stay up to date on our posts on future releases, check us out on Instagram at Disorderly Perspectives. And finally, I'm Ian. I'm Brian. And thanks for taking on our disorderly perspectives.